4: Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, you are you, and the time is now for Like It Matters Radio. Living live, Like It Matters. Yep, it is the holidays, it is Christmas time. I am home back in uh, Fort Worth, Texas. I enjoyed my week, uh, actually about 10 days in uh, Minneapolis. Enjoyed it, loved the snow, Boy, when I drove home on Friday, I got finished with the show at about noonish, and uh, I hit the road probably about twenty after twelve. And uh, man, I white knuckled it till about four o'clock. Uh, you know that stretch where you get uh, to the outskirts of Minnesota, and you're uh, now on I-35 going into um, Iowa before you get to Des Moines. Whoa. That was scary. There was semis in the middle of uh, the medians. There was cars overturned. There was an ambulance coming. There was, uh, it was ugly. It was ugly. And man, people driving 20 miles an hour. And I just knew I had to get out of that weather. And so uh, I I got Mr. Black mode. I got both hands on the wheel at 10 and 2. I got sitting up in my chair. I got my laser focus eyes on them. You know, at this top speed, probably hitting 50. Uh, And every time I went under an underpass, an overpass, uh, my back tire slid an inch or two. It was like so scary. But I drove 12, uh, left at noon, and drove uh, 14 hours. So got in, I think, at 2.30 in the morning, and uh, God was good. But loved it there in Minneapolis. Uh, And uh, this morning I was talking to one of the guys I life caddy, one of my CEOs in uh, uh, Sacramento, I was talking about uh, reflecting at this holiday season. That's what we're going to talk about today. And by the way, I'm going to open up the phone lines. Uh, uh, you can call in whatever you want. Uh, say hi, say who, uh, Merry Christmas, whatever it is. 651 289 4466. I'm going to open the phone lines all week. Love to hear from my listeners uh, on topic, off topic, whatever it is. It better be good, it better be positive because uh, I can tell John, hey, John, hang up. No. <laughs> Not that I would ever do that, but uh, phone lines are open if you want to pipe in, 651-289-4466. But today I want to talk about reflective awareness. You know, the holidays are about slowing down. It's okay to slow down, and focusing on that and those that uh, are really important. Uh, and during this built-in slowdown, we should take advantage of this time to look around, you know, looking back and retrieving important nuggets from this last year uh, and looking forward with vision to the new year. And so today I want to just focus on looking around. A good leader is aware. We're aware of our battlefield. We're aware of our flanks. We're aware of our periphery. Uh, we want to have as much of the view of the battlefield as possible. And, uh, you know, my my book, my standard, as you all know, is uh, the Bible. And, you know, it is Christmas time, so... Whether you're religious or not, whether you believe in the deity of Christ or not, of Jesus, whether you, uh, any of that, we we celebrate Christmas. Uh, It's uh, the baby Jesus. We all know that. And, you know, there's a lot of things in the Bible. It's a funny time because people start quoting things in the Bible. There are a lot of things that are not in the Bible, but we think we are. You know, one of my favorites is, uh, I know God wouldn't give me more than I could handle. I just wish he didn't trust me so much. (laughs) That was Mother Teresa, just so you know, That's not in the Bible, and, and I know God well enough to know that he will give me more than I can handle. Uh, he will uh, break my spirit, break my will. Uh, if I'm on a wrong path, if I'm uh, doing something that's uh, not good for me, he loves me enough. He'll tap me on the shoulder, get my attention. If he doesn't, he'll, he'll slap me on the head if he gets my attention and he doesn't. He'll drop a house on me. He'll drop a brick on me. He'll, drop a, he'll do whatever he can to get my attention. Why? Because he loves me. So Mother Teresa said it, but no, God will give you more than you can handle, so you'll would, so you realize that you can't do it on your own. You need a Savior. That's really what Christmas is about. Uh, you know, here's another one that's not in the Bible. Don't tell me what to do with my body. Nope. Matter of fact, when you become a believer in Christ, you die to yourself. Remember Paul's, I'm not I who live, but Christ who lives in me. Uh, and by the way, the Bible, if you're a Christian, uh, if you're married, the Bible clearly tells you that your body's not your own. Women, I hate to tell you this, but the good book says that that body is your husband's and you're not to withhold it except for certain times. And men, nope, it's not your body. You can't do whatever you want with it. The Bible says clearly that body is your wife's uh, and you're not to withhold except for certain times. So, not in the Bible, all this worldly stuff. Again, CRT, you know, uh, critical race theory, no. It's not in the Bible. As a matter of fact, it's Antichrist. Black Lives Matter, nope. Uh, Not in the Bible at all. Uh, All lives matter. God cherishes all life in the womb, outside the womb. God's the creator of all life. So God doesn't create junk. Now we can take beautiful things and turn them into junk. But there's no CRT. There's no BLM in the Bible. Matter of fact, it's anti-Christian. God says to forgive. Keep no record wrong. God says he will treat us accordingly. Right? Uh, forgiveness. There's a great uh, parable if you get a chance to read the Bible this week, which most people do. Uh, Matthew 18:21 through 25, Jesus told a parable about forgiveness. A king who forgave a huge debt, but he was angry because he had forgiven like 10 years worth of income debt that was owed to him by this guy. And then this guy went out and saw someone who owned him like 20 bucks and demanded that he get thrown in debtor's prison. Now here this guy was forgiven millions of dollars, I'll just use that, make up that figure, millions of dollars, and yet he wanted justice, and he wanted a dude that he owed him a hundred bucks to be thrown in jail until he gave him his money back. See, that's what God says about the Black Lives Matter and about uh, critical race theory. He says, we crucified him, uh, and, what, and he said, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do, so he tells us not to keep a record wrong. Matter of fact, he says that there is no Jew, no Greek, there is no slave, no free man, there is no male or female, there is no black or white, for we're all one in Christ Jesus. That's the Galatians. So not in the Bible. Matter of fact, it's against the Bible. God says, forgive lest ye be forgiven. If you don't forgive people and then you want to make up something from 500 years ago that didn't even happen to you, but happened to people that might have looked like you, uh, you're not a Christian. You're not saved. Because if you're keeping a pound of flesh for 500 years ago, stuff that didn't even happen to you and I would doubt even happened, you think you're a child of God? God's number one quality is forgiveness. Remember? It's better to give than to receive. That is in the Bible. That was Jesus who said that. Just so you know. It's better to give than to receive. And that's what John 3.16 is. For God so loved the world he gave. Stop, right? It hear it? He gave. Love is a verb. Appreciation is the meal best served with gratitude and humility. And around Christmas, we're we we we're given the ba- the birth of Jesus, the baby Jesus. Why do we celebrate that, right? Because he was the Messiah. Uh, the Messiah is a long-awaited figure who would arrive and rescue people from their sin. You know Luke 2, right? The p- peanuts, right? Right? And then there were shepherds residing in the fields nearby, keeping watch over the flocks by night. Just then the angel Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people today in the city of David. A Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. The gift of Christmas is the baby Jesus, and people celebrate it all over the world. Why? Because we celebrate the best in humanity. Jesus was fully man and fully God. Christmas was about good tidings, brightness of hope and of future, kindness, generosity, mercy, grace, forgiveness, understanding, empathy, compassion, concern for fellow man, woman, and child. And today, as we're slowing down to appreciate the best in humanity that was, was elevated and illuminated through Christ the Lord, let us focus in on looking around us. And what did we learn from this last year? How, what can we take with us from this last year? What do we want for the new year? What are the things around us that hinders us? What are the things around us that drive us? What are the things around us that are keeping us from being all that we're called to be? And what are the things around us or the people around us that up until now we've not paid attention to? We've not realized. We've not declared. And so today... Let's take this opportunity to slow down, to, to look around. And that's what we're going to do on Like It Matters Radio. We're going to take some time to look around. I'm Black. We'll be right back.
3: That's likeitmatters.net. Sightseeing in Paris,
0: at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Some days, I feel so down, I can barely get out of bed. Is this depression?
1: Mental Health Minnesota is here to help seven days a week with resources, peer support, online screenings, connections to treatment, and crisis services. It's anonymous, confidential, and free of charge. Whether you're living with a mental health condition, are concerned about someone you love, or could use some support, Mental Health Minnesota is here for you. MentalHealthMN.org, sponsored by Mental Health Minnesota, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station.
2: There's only one option in the Twin Cities to get multiple competitive bids on siding, roofing, or windows without a parade of long-winded, high-pressure salespeople. Set up a free appointment with me today at GetMyThreeQuotes.com. That's the number three, GetMyThreeQuotes.com.
4: Hello, this is Mr. Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, a master trainer for Like It Matters Leadership Training. End of the year giving is a tradition in our great country, for in this season of giving we realize how blessed we are and how much we can bless others. Like It Matters has a registered nonprofit where we help people of all colors, creeds, religions, and beliefs. At Like It Matters, we have many ministries we fund. In addition to our daily radio show that helps with mental health and personal motivation, we also freely give our life-saving training, and we have ministries around the world, whether it's an orphanage in Uganda, scientists in India, Christ satisfies ministries in Tampa Bay, or Minneapolis. When we see a need, we meet those needs. Your donations are needed to change lives, to give hope, and to help people know that they matter. Please consider a year end tax deductible donation. Go to likeitmatters.net/slash nonprofit. That's likeitmatters.net/slash nonprofit. May God bless you accordingly. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio. Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Black, and we're going to go ahead and this week open up the phone lines, which I normally don't do because I like to talk, right? So but we're going to open the phone lines up. You can chime in whatever you want. Say hi, say bye, say boo. Uh, whatever you want, let it be positive. Let it be uplifting. Uh, and love to hear from you. That's uh six five one two eight nine four four six 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 five one two eight nine four four six six Uh, And today we're talking about looking around, you know, a warrior, a good warrior uh, sees the majority of their battlefield. The more the battlefield you can see, the better. Now, I know some of you don't like the concept of warrior. I know some of you don't like the concept of uh, battlefield, but uh, so what? You know, I don't like that that you guys keep voting Democrat. I don't like that abortion on demand. I don't like that uh, people out there want to pervert my five-year-old kids. So there's a lot of things we don't like. There's some things in the Bible I don't like. It'd be nice to have physical relations outside of marriage, but God says, eh, right? So I always tell people the book of the Bible, there's two in there that you'll never find, uh, opinions and feelings. So keep them to yourself. Uh, Because there's no book of opinions in the Bible, and there's no book of feelings. It's not your word. It's not my word. It's God's word. It's not your opinion. It's not my opinion. It's God's opinion. Uh, And when I tune into what's going on in my head, I hear the three voices. That's God's voice, the devil's voice, and my voice. Now, the problem is they all sound like me in my head because it's my head. And just like they all sound like you in your head. But this is where discernment comes in. Because sheep know the shepherd's voice, and, and a child knows his daddy's voice. And you got to understand that. And so you got to look around. you got to be aware of what's going on. I tell my son all the time, focus, dude, focus. Unfortunately, I've said some things my dad has said to me. It's just a natural reaction. When I said, get your head out of your rectum. Now, I say it a little shorter word there. <laughs> like if Shrek was with me and his uh, pet donkey. I'd say it like that, because get your head out here because you can't be looking. And since you're walking around and undoubtedly you're not looking, it must be somewhere where you can't see what's going on. So my dad said that regularly. And unfortunately now John's going, Oh my gosh, my Christian brother, I thought he was a Christian. John's shaking his head right now. There's a tear coming, John. Wipe that tear. Wipe it, John. I know. I'm flawed. Yep. I I hope no one's listening. Oh, my gosh. I'm flawed. Really flawed. I'm so broken. Now, here's the thing. I'm more broken than most of you. The difference is I know it, and I lead with it. And so as a broken individual, I know that I love God, and I know if I love God that the Bible says that the world's going to be against me. So I need to be vigilant. I don't need to be stupid. Uh, People that get, quote, busted by the, uh, the wiles of the enemy are those who are not aware of their environment. We must be aware of our environment. Remember the study of epigenetics. Study of epigenetics tells us that we are a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by our environment. And so if you love God, you have an enemy called the world. There's a system. People don't look at you and go, oh, he loves God. I hate him. No, it's not like that. It's an unconscious thing. It's the agitation in their spirit. Um, a friend of mine, well, I don't know if her friends anymore, but Dave, uh, his fiance, I don't see eye to eye. She's a new age. She's bitter. Uh, I think she's selfish. Uh, she's wrapped up herself. I think she's taking him for all. He's It's going to be an ugly ending, I believe. Uh, but uh, – she wanted to confront me about my lack of knowledge in the spirit realm uh, because I don't know the secret, she thinks, or I don't know about the law of attraction because she doesn't believe in our God because someone who is a Christian hurt her. And so now she hates Christians and she hates me and she thinks I'm judgmental because I share the word of God. And see, you got to know who you are. And what's driving her is just like what Jesus said to Peter when Peter said, you're not going to the cross, Lord. And Jesus said, behind me, Satan, the words coming out of your mouth are not from my father, but from your flesh. And so I had to say to her, behind me, Satan, the words coming out of your mouth are not from my father, but from your flesh. And yet she's going to be celebrating Christmas. So what is Christmas? This was crazy. Etymologically, Christmas is "moss Christ. You know, we put, right, words in front of things. Like if I said, hey, look at that beautiful pink flowery dress, but other languages, they say, look at that dress, pink and flowery. See, they identify the object first, and then you put the adjectives behind it to describe it. And I think that's probably a better way because you grab hold of the subject of what we're talking about, and then you define it. But in our world, we can say something beautiful, something pink, something lovely, something soft, something silky. Wow, it's really nice, but you don't know what the heck I'm talking about. But you've got all these beautiful adjectives. See christmas it's a compound word christmas the gift of christmas is the baby jesus right so so what are we celebrating the baby jesus because we believe that he was our lord savior and messiah that's three words they're three different roles a lord is your master savior is someone who did something to save your life and messiah is the one who reconciles you they are not they are not names they're titles like daddy Like officer. So Jesus is Lord. Jesus is Savior. Jesus is the Messiah. So what does the word Messiah mean? The word Messiah means anointed one. And based on the study of Scripture, the Jewish people uh, were expecting an anointed one to arrive to conquer their enemies. I mean, right? Alexander the Great conquered the world in a short couple years. Young man, to this day, history books are written. I mean, books are written about battle because Alexander the Great... Conquered the world in a couple years at 32, 33 years old, and he got bored. What does he do now? So what happened is Alexander the Great uh, would love to drink, too. He was an alcoholic. I mean, he studied at the seat of Socrates or Plato. I don't remember which one. But he was mentored and tutored by him. That's how rich he was. And conquered the world, had everything, alcoholic, so much anger, so much disappointment, never was good enough for daddy, had daddy issues. And so after conquering the world, bored, he just drunken himself, what else I can conquer? He couldn't even conquer himself. So one night, drunk, he walks home in a pouring rain and dies, goes to bed all soaking wet, passes out, and dies. Dies of pneumonia. 33 years old. Right? I mean, don't get it? And yet we have the same Jesus that we celebrate his birth on Christmas, and he died... 33 as well see they were expecting alexander the great because after alexander the great the whole world was basically controlled by the greeks that's why the language of the day was greek because they conquered so quickly they they left their their culture everywhere including their language that's why the old testament was written in hebrew the problem was guess what the old testament saints the ones that were in jerusalem at jesus day they didn't know hebrew it was a language that disappeared. So that's why Jesus said, you've heard it say this, but I say this, because they don't actually know the language. They were just told what it says. That's why they translated it into Greek. That's why you have all these different books out there, so that the people of Jesus' day could actually read the Scripture, because Hebrew was an unknown language, and they couldn't read it. They could just be told about it. So since most knew Greek, they translated it into Greek. That's why we got the Greek and the Hebrew. And so the word Messiah comes from the Hebrew word meaning mashach, which means to anoint. Uh, it's also down for mashiach. anointed one, Yeshua Mashiach. right? The Hebrew word meaning the same thing as mashiach, Messiah. So Christ is not his name. It is his title. It is his calling. It is a title, not a name. Now, in Greek, it's Christos. Christos, again, means the same thing. It's the anointed one. And I tell you, and I believe this with all my heart, that Christmas is about celebrating the anointed one, about the baby Jesus. And we were given many things at that Christmas time. And one thing we were given, the gift of awareness, to be aware of what's going on, that we live in a world, uh, that there's a purpose. And that's one thing I do at my training. I help you get in touch with your purpose, create a mission and a vision. And so as the year comes to an end and things slow down, We've got to take a look around us. Take a look around us to see what's going on. Take a look around us to see what we did well. There's a lot of stuff. There's some good stuff from the past that we need to learn. When I was a young kid, I had so much trauma, and I just put my whole childhood in a black bag and said trash. The problem was, as I started rebuilding my life with my parents and everything, I didn't remember anything because I got rid of it all. And that means I had to relearn some lessons. I had to do some things I shouldn't have had to redo. And so we've got to realize what's going on, and there are things in our life. Let's take a look back. Let's slow down. Let's take a look back at this last year. What were some good things that happened? What were some bad things that happened? Were there some opportunities that you missed? Were there some threats? Some threats that maybe you weren't aware of, some threats that are just now starting to bubble in? you got to be aware of that. You got to have eyes to see and ears to hear. That's what Jesus said. You have eyes to see, but do not see. You have ears to hear, but do not hear. Remember, we only function at 3 to 5% consciousness. A majority of our experience on this planet is at the unconscious level. We have thirty to 60,000 thoughts per day. We have 34 gigabytes of information that go through our head each day. We blink our eyes for about 10% of the time. So 10% of the time, our eyes are closed. So when you realize that, That you'll get the saying if the devil can't make you bad he'll make you busy and when you get busy and when you're supposed to be in this world but not of the world when you're supposed to be a child of God but you're now living woke in this world you're gonna feel disgruntled you're gonna feel uneasy you're gonna feel agitation in the spirit and that means that's gonna create a confusion and because you're not bad but God the devil's got you so busy and now you're confused because you the Bible says this but the world's telling you this and, and then you realize, oh, my gosh, no wonder there's a mental health crisis. No wonder Christians take their life every day. No wonder there's very little difference in the church and in the, in the world up until now. So as this year comes to a close, as we slow down and enjoy the baby Jesus, let's look around. What do we need to learn from last year? What were some nuggets? What were some threshold experiences, some lines that were crossed that you never should have crossed? How about some golden nuggets of learning, some golden nuggets nuggets of love? Those you want to remember. and Document them. Write them down so you never have to forget them. Today on Like It Matters, we're looking around. Phone lines are open, 651-289-4466. We'll be right back.
2: To learn more from Mr. Black, the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis is March 30th through April 1st. Details at likeitmatters.net.
3: Santa, Santa, something terrible is happening. Ho, ho, ho! Rudolph, calm down. Tell me what's going on. I just overheard Mrs. Claus talking. Yes? She said that she's getting a new Santa. What are we going to do? What are we
0: going to do? Rudolph, I know all about it. Mrs. Claus is getting a new Santa Fe from Invergrove Hyundai. What's a Santa Fe? The Santa Fe is Hyundai's most advanced SUV. Jam-packed with safety and technology features. And its spacious five-passenger interior is like the Claus family room
3: on wheels does this mean we won't have to take her in the sleigh to pilates class every tuesday that's right ho, ho, ho.
1: every new hyundai like the santa fe comes with america's best warranty 10-year 100,000 mile limited powertrain and hyundai assurance you deserve a great car buying experience and that's what you'll get at invergrove hyundai online at InverGroveHyundai.com. InverGroveHyundai.com.
2: and they're reindeer recommended
4: Hello, this is Mr. Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, a master trainer for Like It Matters Leadership Training. End of the year giving is a tradition in our great country. For in this season of giving, we realize how blessed we are and how much we can bless others. Like It Matters has a registered nonprofit where we help people of all colors, creeds, religions, and beliefs. At Like It Matters, we have many ministries we fund, In addition to our daily radio show that helps with mental health and personal motivation, we also freely give our life-saving training, and we have ministries around the world, whether it's an orphanage in Uganda, scientists in India, Christ satisfies ministries in Tampa Bay, or Minneapolis. When we see a need, we meet those needs. Your donations are needed to change lives, to give hope, and to help people know that they matter. Please consider a year-end tax-deductible donation Go to likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. That's likeitmatters.net slash nonprofit. May God bless you accordingly. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. Ladies and gentlemen, you were put here for a reason. You got to know this. You're not an accident, you're not a mistake. I don't care why you think you're here. I don't care what this year is about. I don't care how much money you have in the bank account. I don't care if you're going to be spending Christmas with somebody or with yourself. You matter. You got to know. It was Dr. Benjamin Elijah Mays, uh, one of my favorites of the civil rights movement, who said, it must be borne in mind that the tragedy of life does not lie in not reaching your goal. The tragedy of life lies in having no goal to reach. Not failure, but low aim is sin. It isn't a calamity to die with dreams unfulfilled, but it is a calamity not to dream. Every man and woman is born in this world to do something unique and something distinctive and if he or she does not do it, it will never be done. It isn't a disgrace not to reach the stars, but it is a disgrace to have no stars to reach for. You have a purpose. You have a reason for being. We celebrate the birth of Jesus. No, he wasn't born on December 25th. Probably born sometime in August. And by the way, when we say born, I always get bothered by that. Jesus always was. He's the eternal one. He's the preexistent one. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Uh, Because Jehovah says, I, the Lord God, am one. Three distinct, but one. And Jesus was incarnated. He became flesh. He took on flesh. That's the gift. That's the gift. Because the first Adam screwed it all up, just like you would have and I would have. The first Adam screwed it all up. He couldn't follow God's simple instructions, and neither can we. And because of the first Adam, sin became part of our nature. And because God's omniscient knew that from the beginning, he already set up a chance that he would come down in the form of man, his son, a physical representation of the glorified God, and walk among us. He would live in our tent. He would live in our tabernacles. He would understand our pain. He'd be tempted. See, we have a high priest that knows our pain, that knows our problems. That's the gift of Christmas. It was given for each one of us individually. Now, some will not open the gift. Some will not accept it. Some don't feel they need the gift. I'm good. Well, that's your choice. God doesn't force himself on anybody. You know why? Because a gift that's commanded is no gift at all. If you tell your spouse, bring me flowers tomorrow at 10, and they bring you flowers tomorrow at 10, what gift is that? A gift that's commanded is no gift at all. And each of us were given the gift of life. God Himself gave you Numa, breath. God breathed down into your lips and breathe in. And with each exhale, that is the breath of God. In the beginning, God created. Let us make man in our image, unto our likeness. You're an imager of God. And I want you to know something. Just like there is no other like Him, there is no other like you. Since the beginning of time, there has never been another person like you. Nobody has your smile, your eyes, your hands or your hair. Nobody owns your handwriting or your voice. In all of time, there has never been anybody who laughs in exactly your way. And what makes you laugh or cry or think may have a totally different response than another. You are the only one in the whole of creation who has your particular set of abilities. Yeah, there might always be someone who is better at one thing or another. And maybe you could come across a person that might be your superior in at least one way. But nobody, nobody in the universe can reach the quality and the combination of your talents, of your feelings, of your trauma, of your drama, of your pain, of your hurt, of your bruises, of your scars. God makes beautiful things out of nothing. Throughout all of eternity, no one will ever walk, talk, think, or do exactly like you. You are rare. and all rarity, there's enormous value. And because of your great value, the need for you to imitate everyone else is absolutely wrong. You happen to be special. And I'm sorry for your pain. I'm sorry for the times of injustice and the unfairness of life. I'm sorry that he did that to you and she let that happen to you. I am so sorry. And one thing I know is that my God holds every tear that I shed. and I've shed a lot of them, people. And it's no accident that we're here. God trusts some people more than others. Pain creates a chasm for joy to fill up. Are you ready to use your pain to help others? Are you ready to humble yourself and accept the gift of a better life, a better impact, of a better covenant, of a better high priest? Please realize that God made you for a special purpose. He has a job for you to do that no one else can do as well as you can. Out of the billions of applicants, only one is qualified. Only one has a unique and right combination of what it takes. And that one is you. That one is me. And we are called to pick up our cross daily. I'm not called to pick up your cross. You're not called to pick up my cross. You're called to pick up yours I'm called to pick up mine. And you know what? Most days, I prefer my cross to everybody else's most. At some point, you've got to look around. At some point, you've got to do a status report. Because planes crash and people die. It's a fact of life. Sudden adult death syndrome. So many people, healthy young people dying now, and no one knows why. Sure look forward to the day that they start uh, correlating who got that shot and who didn't get the shot. But they don't want you to see the data, so I'm sure that won't happen for a long, long time. Somehow it will be protected for some reason. Kind of like Hunter Biden. About, I don't know, 160, 170 years ago. A man was looking through the newspaper. He got up for breakfast, having some coffee. Fairly well-to-do man. He's flipping through the paper and uh, finds himself at the end of the front section, and it's in the obituaries. And imagine his surprise. Imagine his horror when he read his name in the obituary column. You see, the newspaper that he was reading had reported the death of the wrong person by mistake. They claimed that he had died. His first response was shock. Is this real? Am I here? Am I there? This is me, but I'm here. What's going on? Whoa, what's going on? Talk about a Twilight Zone moment. Well, after a while, he regained his composure. And after he regained his composure, his second thought was, wow, people think I'm dead. Well, what will they say about me, I wonder? And so then he figured, let me read on. What are they going to say about me? I'm not dead, but they think I am. So what do they write? And all that stuck in his head was a couple lines of everything else that was written. Because the obituary read, dynamite king dies. And he also remembered the phrase, the merchant of death. This man was the inventor of dynamite. And when he read the words merchant of death, that stunned him. His world stopped. His CD was scratched. His LP was broken. His 8-track was disengaged, dislodged. And he started questioning his whole purpose, his whole reason for being. And he asked himself the question, is this how I'm going to be remembered? He got in touch with his feelings and decided that this was not the way that it was going to end. This was not the way. That he was going to be remembered. And from that day on, he repented. He changed his mind. He did something different. He started working toward peace. You know his name. His name was Alfred Nobel. And today, he's remembered for the great Nobel Peace Prize. And just as Alfred Nobel got in touch with his feelings and redefined his values... We should take a step back and do the same. Maybe not right now, what is your legacy? Maybe not right now, how would you like to be remembered? But what is the legacy of 2022? What would you do? How would you do? Did you do any well? Were there any lessons? Were there any pains that you caused people that you need to make amends for? Were there any people that truly blessed you that you forgot to say thank you for? When was the last time we got on our knees and had a tear-to-tear with God himself? When was the last time we really thought about the story of Christmas and the baby Jesus and what that gift of the baby in the manger really was? Because otherwise, it's just a worldly experience, just like Halloween. And the sad part is Halloween's becoming just as big as Christmas in this new America. I don't know about you, but what do I want for Christmas? The old America. So today on Like It Matters Radio, we're taking a look around. We'll be back after these commercial messages.
3: That's likeitmatters.net.
0: Salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Listen to Freedom 1570 at Odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app.
2: Rising inflation will make the holidays difficult for many local families, but you can help by donating to the Salvation Army's Million Dollar Match. Now through New Year's Eve, all gifts will be matched up to $1 million. Your donation will provide double the amount of food, shelter, and care for people struggling to afford groceries, fuel, and housing. Give now at SalvationArmyNorth.org. That's SalvationArmyNorth.org. Together, we can love beyond. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com.
4: Hello, this is Mr. Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, a master trainer for Like It Matters Leadership Training. End of the year giving is a tradition in our great country, for in this season of giving we realize how blessed we are and how much we can bless others. Like It Matters has a registered nonprofit where we help people of all colors, creeds, religions, and beliefs. At Like It Matters, we have many ministries we fund. In addition to our daily radio show that helps with mental health and personal motivation, we also freely give our life-saving training, and we have ministries around the world, whether it's an orphanage in Uganda, scientists in India, Christ satisfies ministries in Tampa Bay, or Minneapolis. When we see a need, we meet those needs. Your donations are needed to change lives, to give hope, and to help people know that they matter. Please consider a year end tax deductible donation. Go to likeitmatters.net/slash nonprofit. That's likeitmatters.net/slash nonprofit. May God bless you accordingly. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio. Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. Yes, if you want to change your new year, go to likeitmatters.net. January's class is already closed. I think we're about 20 people, January 19th through 21st in Dallas. It's already closed. I think we have a class uh, second week in uh, February. I think it's actually February 2nd through 4th, I believe it is. That's in Phoenix, so for West Coast people. Uh, And then uh, I'll be doing another class and uh, just got uh, billed. I mean, I just sent an invoice to Mexico. So we've got one of our Mexican national companies coming down. We'll be doing a private class uh, for those coming. They'll all come from Mexico, speak a poquito English, and yet they will do this training in all English for the whole two and a half days. My big words and my fast talking, they might miss most of what I say, but they'll be able to, be able to see me. They'll be able to hear my intensity, hear my emotion. And so um, I love when I get classes where we got nationals from all around the world because they speak very little of my language, and yet they understand what I'm doing and it changes their lives. Again, it shows you that language is really 7% of language is words so much else going on. And so you can say all the nice words to people, but what people remember is how you made them feel. How you made them feel. Why? Because we were made for a purpose. There's something called logotherapy. And logotherapy is a term derived from the word logos. Again, let's go back to the Greek. It's a Greek word that translates into meaning. In other words, meaning therapy. When you understand the, that you have a meaning, everything changes. Dr. Viktor Frankl identified learned this in, in Auschwitz while the Nazis occupied it. They killed his wife, pregnant wife. They killed mom and dad. He saw tens of thousands of people slaughtered. He saw the worst of humankind, man's inhumanity of man, yet he still had hope to get through it. He still had a hope to, to get out of there and to, to help people find hope in their lives, even in the worst of situations. Uh, you gotta realize what's going on. Doctor Victor Franco founded this belief system. Logotherapy is the pursuit of meaning for one's life. He wrote a great book I'd highly re- recommend called "Man's Search for Meaning." And logotherapy is is based on the premise that the human person is motivated by will to meaning, an inner pull to find a meaning in life. And that's what I do here at Like It Matters. And, yeah, this radio show, you know, I did this radio show originally as a follow-through for the classes to help people keep it going. But a lot of people sign up for the radio show. But some of you just take this radio show and never going to sign up. And we need your help. We need your support. This, this cost me money. I don't get paid to do it. I pay to do it. I don't have any assistance. I got my wife helps me every once in a while. I run an entire training company. We have ministries all over the world. We, we keep alive 100 people uh, probably a day. We send out scripture to a 1,000 people at wayofwarrior.blog. So, uh, man, we need your help. Don't just listen. Be a part of it. You can make a difference. You can make an impact. That's what we talk about. You matter. That's what is about, knowing that you matter, knowing that we're here to play big. We're here to make a difference. See, that's what Christmas is all about. Christmas is about celebrating the best in the human race. That's what Jesus represents. See, Jesus was fully man and fully God. See, we're not fully man. We've lost. We We got... Uh, DNA, we got, in our DNA, we got sin from Adam. And then I believe we lost some of our potential in the garden. I can't prove that. It's not where written in scripture, but I don't believe we're fully mad because some of the things I teach in classes, some of the things we access are so powerful that tells me that there's more available, that we're not even scratching the surface of our potential. But I do know this, that Jesus Christ was fully God and fully man. He was a perfect human being. He was the only one to ever live in the Christian life. Everybody else falls short. That's what Romans 3.23 says. Romans 3.23 says that all fall short of the glory of God. And Romans 6.23 says that the price of sin is blood, is death. And so those of us that don't want Jesus' help... We will stand before the white throne judgment of God. God will open up the books of remembrance. He'll open up the books of the law. He'll open up the, 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 the book of works. And he'll put all your stuff out. And he requires perfection. And you're going to be measured on the scale. And you're going to come up short. That's what he said to, in, the, in the book of Daniel. Uh, to, um, to, I forgot which king it was. But he said, you've been weighed and you've been coming up short. That means there's a price to pay. It's called separation from God. See, that's what we celebrate Christmas, the baby Jesus. Christmas is about good tidings. He brought brightness of hope, of future. That's what Jesus brought. Kindness and generosity. Forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. Mercy and grace and forgiveness. Understanding he knows our pain. He cries with sinners understanding, empathy, compassion, concern for our fellow man. Remember, it was Jesus that said it is more blessed to give than receive. It was Jesus who gave the ultimate sacrifice. He gave his life. There is no greater love than a man who would lay down his life for a brother. That's what John 3.16 says. For God so loved the world, he gave. Right? Love's a verb. And this is where Isaiah 9 comes in, right? So what did he give us? Well, he gave us good news. Remember Isaiah 9, 6 through what is it? 7, 6 through 8? For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish and sustain it with justice and righteousness from that time and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this. Jehovah Sabaoth. It's one of my favorite time, Lord, Lord of Hosts, Jehovah Sabaoth. He's talking about an army, angelic army. So why did he come? You got to go to Isaiah 61. That's what Jesus told us. Why? What was his purpose? He says this, quote, he has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. That's me. To proclaim liberty to the captives. That's me. And freedom of the prisoners. That's me. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of our God's vengeance. To comfort all who mourn. That's me. To console the mourners in Zion, that's me. To give them a crown of beauty for ashes, that's me. The oil of joy for mourning, that's me. And a garment of praise for a spirit of despair, that's me. And 2 Corinthians 5.18 says, all this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Jesus and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. Why? It refers to the work. That's what the ministry of reconciliation It's The work believers have been given to do in the message they declare. You can have a restored relationship with God through Jesus. That's the gift of the baby Jesus, reconciliation. See, that's why, are you going to live a life of success or significance? Remember, we talked about Alexander the Great. He stormed. He conquered the world in a couple of years, 33 years old. He had nothing else to do but get drunk. He drank himself to where he's ready to pass out, walked along in a, went a, a rainstorm, passed out wet, and died of pneumonia. And But yet today, books are written about his military strategy. But there's only the greatest book of all written about our Lord. And see, this is what it comes down. This is why we look around. Are you on course or are you off course? Are you living the life that you were created to live? Remember when Jesus walked this planet, he knew why He was here. He knew who he was. He gave the eight I am statements. He knew that he was about his father's business. Do you know why you're here? Do you know what you learned from the last year? Do you know your strengths and weaknesses, opportunities and threats from the last year? Have you documented? If not, why not? Are you looking to be someone famous like Alexander the Great? Or are you looking to be someone that's eternal, like Jesus the Christ? Jesus and Alexander died at 33. One lived and died for self. One died for you and me. The Greek died on a throne. The Jew died on a cross. One life's triumph seemed. The other, a loss. One led armies forth. The other walked alone. One shed a whole world's blood. The other gave his own. One won the world and life and lost it all in death. The other lost his life to win the whole world's faith. Jesus and Alexander died at 33. One died in Babylon and one on Calvary. One gained all for self, and one himself he gave. One conquered one conquered every throne, the other every grave. The one made himself God, the God made himself less. The one lived but to blast, the other but to bless. When died, the Greek forever fell his throne of swords. But Jesus died to live forever, king of kings. And Lord of Lords. Jesus and Alexander both died at 33. The Greek made all men slaves. The Jew made all men free. One built a throne on blood, the other built on love. The one was born of earth, the other from above. One won all this earth only to lose all earth and heaven. The other gave up all that all to him be given. The Greek forever died. The Jew forever lives. He loses all who gets and gains all things who gives. That's what we celebrate at Christmas. God bless you. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you When you live your life like it matters, it does.
0: Ringing.